Dude, what, okay, so when I got my vaccine today, I went to this weird-ass clinic place, like, in the middle of, of just a bunch of buildings and shit, and I get inside, and it was kind of, it reminded me of just, like, a futuristic, like, sci-fi medical building, and she, and she was like, okay, wait five minutes, you can take the elevator upstairs, um, and I'm like, upstairs, what do you mean? And then I, uh, and then I get upstairs. <laughs> The elevator was like one of those ultra slow elevators. So I was like, should I just leave? It feels like I'm being lured into some weird shit. And the door opens and it's like three nurses assistants staring at me. They're like, Jacob Mueller? I'm like, yeah. And he's holding the vaccine. <laughs> Come yeah, with sounds, me. Sounds like an episode of like <laughs> yeah. fucking House MD. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. And I was like, am I crazy or am I being lured into like some secret medical experimental shit and i was like should i just dart out but i was like no i need i need you're this gonna vaccine a, you're gonna become an experiment for alien technology <laughs> for all i know i have a chip injected into my arm right now that's it's in contact with aliens that's why i feel like shit bro they're coming for you from six galaxies away dude did you like who is this jake mueller <laughs> that we just seen on our network what a disappointment for the aliens, for me to represent mankind uh, to the <laughs> aliens. What a letdown. Yeah, well, <laughs> fuck those aliens, bro. <laughs> Wait, like, when did you see E.T.? At what age did you see that shit and made you realize that aliens are a thing? E.T., I was probably like, like four or five. I remember, like, my dad would put steven spielberg classics on and then that was one of them right yeah so my first impression of him is he looks like a nutsack like he yeah looks like a really wrinkly testicle a testicle or like a really dried up grape nut or something exactly so when i saw that i was like aliens aren't that <laughs> scary they're really fucking gross looking like that was the picture of aliens in my head at the time <laughs> he's now the... it's become like way more advanced <laughs> like a monolith or a like flying saucer i don't really know what to like envision aliens as at this point but yeah shit like that makes me think about aliens like the pyramids and shit yeah it's too perfect it's too perfect like it doesn't make sense i don't think human beings can do that it's uh it's either aliens did it or slave labor did it. So I guess take your pick at which one sounds worse to you. I like to think well, aliens. Well, yeah, slave labor is terrible. But like, how did they do such a good job? Like, it's so accurate, like compared to like the universe, like the way the stars are like in the sky aligns with like the tops of the pyramids. It's crazy. It's a good point. I mean, weren't like, the, the pharaohs were like heavily believed in science and astrology, right? Like, I thought they were just right on the money. Maybe that's giving them too much credit, though. I mean, I think so. But like, still, how do you make like slaves do that shit? Like, so exact. <laughs> they would like, sacrifice them once they were weak. So I thought they just had like an endless supply of strong men and women to just kind of sacrifice as they climb up the pyramids and assemble this perfect symmetrical shape. I don't know, man. But like, why it would they do that? Like, if you think about it, it's really fucking weird. It's like, why are these like people so passionate about like these three triangles? And like, why does it matter? Yeah, have you seen the uh, the mummy movies? <laughs> yeah, I've seen, fucking... yeah, I've seen them. Didn't they remake it or something? <laughs> yes, with uh, with Tom Cruise. It's. I... Awful. I remember. I remember <laughs> that coming out, and then nobody talked about it. Dude, it's so out. bad. It's essentially. Like it's okay if I spoil it, right? Like, I don't think you're gonna watch it. I don't think but I'm gonna watch it either. Fucking Tom Cruise gets possessed by like this witch demon, and is essentially just being hunted down by the government the whole movie. Like, it's barely a a, a mummy movie. <laughs> Why is the government hunting him down? And it's, I, like the mummy, bro. I don't even understand. Dude, that movie's a blur. That's a complete blur. It has nothing to do with mummies at all. No, it was like one of those, you know, universal monster things. You're like, we're trying to build the world, you know, uh, oh, with like God. the invisible man and the mummy and all that shit. But it didn't work out because that movie was trash. So 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sucks. They should get, like, Brendan Fraser back. Dude, they really should. They should just, like, put him in something. Like, I, I miss seeing that dude in movies. He's kind of back in movies now. He's going to be... <laughs> so he's in a movie called The Whale coming out this year or next year and it's about a, a man who weighs over 500 pounds Jesus and Christ. is learning to deal with the outside world and that stars brendan fraser so he's 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 on he's a comeback play, he's gonna play a 500 pound dude i don't think he necessarily gained the weight i think it's he's gonna wear a fat suit but yeah that's the character and i'm I'm, awesome. I'm very excited for that i'm sure it's gonna be good he's a good actor dude he's great i miss that george guy. of the jungle that was classic. Yeah, George of the Jungle and like Encino Man and all that stuff. He was missing for quite a bit, I remember. That's always the, the biggest question when you see an actor disappear or any artist disappear. Like Michael Keaton played Batman and basically was gone after 1992 for like 20 years. <laughs> like, dude, where the fuck did you go? We all I guess they you. just like quit and like temporarily and then they come back like oh shit oh yeah for sure like, he oh, came yeah, back an and, actor. yeah I, I think they forget that they can act and they just like live their <laughs> lives but then they come back like oh shit i have to make money yeah usually in that case they made a shit ton of money and they feel like they're set for a while so like i'm just gonna chill what about stonehenge like what's the that's like obviously one of those mythical things and places on earth i mean i, I entertain any uh conspiracy about that for sure so it is pretty wild like it's like a sun calendar dial thing right like that's how it works yeah but like why does it (laughs) need to like exist that far long ago like what do they even have to do to like monitor the sun i think i don't know i'm not a mathematician but i feel like I feel like they were, it was like experimental science or something. They were trying to make sense of our time and place. And that was like the outcome, right? Like, are people yeah. able to explain the science of it? Because I've never heard about it. Dude, like, why did it have to be on that big of a scale, though? Like, they could have just made like a, That's true. a normal size, like, like sun calendar thing but they went like overboard and like made giant ass fucking stones like that would have taken a lot of work human beings did that again slave labor they had nothing else to do but survive they had to like they i feel like humans always wanted to innovate something whether it be science or art or math or whatever so they're like fuck it let's just put all of our manpower into this it's like why we went to the moon that costs so much fucking money what if we're just like mistaking slave labor with like aliens every time we see it? We're just like, yeah, this was this oh was God. done in a horrible fashion. It must be aliens. Oh, dude. Like, like the, I don't think we can fathom how terrible it must have been for like slaves to actually do it. I don't know. Yeah. It looks, it looks so good. And you're just like, well, shit. You got a point. That's a dangerous road to go down because you get to like, american slavery and stuff like that and it's like yeah no that's the word yeah <laughs> that's so fucking bad and that's like, that definitely stemmed from those practices like in egypt and whatever the fuck else you know it wasn't like yeah, the great wall of china the great wall of china was definitely that's the craziest shit in the world dude the great wall of china yeah that is that is insane <laughs> like how is that even a thing it's fucking like enormous isn't like the width of china almost equal to the u.s not not quite but like maybe like two-thirds so like basically like two-thirds of the u.s like what if that was covered in a great wall made out of fucking stone jesus christ (laughs) it's like Like, why though like again it's like do you even need that do you like keeping intruders out or animals i think that's yeah that's that's what it was for right yeah that actually (laughs) makes yeah that makes sense (laughs) they couldn't build an entire uh, that's where Trump got the idea. It was like the Great Wall of Trump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Great Wall oh, of MAGA. Jesus um, Christ! But um, that reminded me of the Mayan calendar when I first discovered that, and it was like it was kind of nearing on 
um, I forget the exact date in 2012, but when the Mayan calendar ended and I read up all about it and I was fully convinced the world was actually going to end. I realized how fucking stupid I was for thinking that, but like, that's a, I don't know. I felt like we were all going to die. Like I did too. <laughs> and then it's just like, okay, might as well be this year. Life. <laughs> yeah i think i was a freshman in high school and i was like yeah i well, believe not do this yeah we were we were like about we were early on in high school and we kind of first saw how hard life was gonna be and we're like you know if the world first ended right year now, in high school oh by the way the world's gonna end in december it's like <laughs> well fuck there go my life's finally maybe getting somewhere right now and now I, the world might burn down because the Mayans said so. Yeah, and this fucking movie came forward, out. Fast forward to graduation. There's like a pandemic. And it's like... Of college, uh, yeah. yeah. Eight there's years a later. Little, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy in a weird way. Like the world, a lot of people did die. Yeah. In that year. So maybe that was something they could have predicted. Who knows? People... Th- People say that there might have been like a tectonic shift in the world's like energy after 2012 and then bad shit just happened for a good decade. Like if you think about it, like Trump got elected and then it kind of created a snowball effect of just bad shit just plaguing the United States and the world as a whole. So I think there's there's some shit and that's like really read it into it. But you never you never know, man. It's yeah, been... that's that's a good point, actually. Do you ever think about how like kids are gonna read about our time in textbooks and how ridiculous the just the subjects and like headers are gonna be? Dude, it's gonna be so fucking stupid. It's gonna be like, <laughs> oh, on Twitter, he tweeted something, something. Exactly. It's like the exact screenshots and the textbooks and shit. There's going to be a whole section of Trump tweets kind of laid out in a textbook. And then after that, it's going to be they're gonna yeah. sell a whole book of them, like the tweets of Trump, right. the anthology. <laughs> oh, my God. And then it's going to have like the January 6th Capitol burn in shit, like when they broke into the Capitol. And they're going to sh- there was like that thing that came out recently that Trump like attacked a security guard. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like that's oh, all going to be in the textbook and kids are going to be like, what the fuck? This is why the world's ending in like 10 years because of that, that fucking generation of people. It's I can kind of see why I would get that way in the textbooks though. Like if you look at it from like a, like a textbook perspective, like chapters and shit. Yeah. Like you, you come to our like current chapter. It's like, oh, there was a pandemic <laughs> that killed like a lot of people. Now, like everybody's just like, going downhill (laughs) it's like this is the chapter where things get bad (laughs) it's like ah shit here we go again what happened in the world after the bubonic plague what year was the bubonic plague it was like i think it was like the medieval times which is like past the 10th century that's for sure yeah i couldn't that timeline's pretty I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, oh, shit. It was in the 1300s, actually. Oh, okay. The, the, the 1490s came, and then America was discovered. So maybe that's what spurred that. Who knows? Maybe. maybe. Fuck Christopher Columbus, man. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really know what the fuck was going to happen. Like As soon as he touched the ground, like all these diseases just like yeah infected everybody it's like oh fuck and the dude just murked a shit ton of native americans yeah he's like, like it well, was nothing shit, i might as well just like kill him now it's like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible Why was that did he have to do that like <laughs> he didn't have to do that at all he could have just been happy in europe like you don't have to find a whole new territory to like destroy Mm-hmm. Not at all. And that, that's a hot national holiday that we, we used to have school off every year for. It's like, oh, we're celebrating genocide and like imperialism that kind of 
wrecked an entire people, I guess. It's, I don't know. Dang. And happy 4th of July, man. <laughs> As we oh, talk yeah, about that's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, happy 4th of July. <laughs> I, I mean, it's kind of hard not to shit on the country at this point in time, so... Yeah, I was going to say, like, it doesn't really feel like the 4th of July tomorrow. Kind of feels like like we're in some deep shit now. <laughs> yeah. Not to make everyone depressed, but yeah, it's... Uh, there's <laughs> there, there hasn't been a light out of the tunnel for a very long time now. And... Uh... <laughs> that's, that's true. It's like... <laughs> it's like fucking pandemic... Then like the whole Trump thing, or no, it was the Black Lives Matter protest too. That was in the midst of the pandemic was, too. Yeah, which... that was like in the meantime. Like, I guess yeah, I guess you're right. Everything has just been like going to shit since then. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, do you remember when I think it was me and Mark were at your apartment and it was a giant BLM protest happening right outside your building? Yeah, I think it was like, yeah, that was Michigan Avenue. Yep. Yeah, yep. that that shit was just like blocked off like all the time. That I don't was know what the crazy. fuck was happening half the time. I was in my apartment just like hearing noises and shit, like seeing lights. We went, we went up to your roof because you had that really nice roof that overlooked all of the park and like the Lake Michigan and stuff. And we get out there and there's just a bunch of people looking out because you look out in the park and there's like 10 helicopters and like a line of police officers like fucking blocking off all the streets. And we're like, oh, fuck, we just came up up look like a fucking zombie. (laughs) I know that's 28 weeks later type of like thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I I wish I had taken a picture because that would have that was like a really striking image to see at the time. Like, kind of really summed up the time we were living in, you know? Everybody was just like, what the fuck (laughs) is going on? And we're going to class, like, the next day. Then we're not going to class. And then it's like, shit. Yeah. Goddamn. All we wanted to do was smoke cigars, I remember. And then we're just confronted with an apocalyptic image. (laughs) Yeah, we were just like, let's just smoke some weed. And then, like, all of a sudden, the world just, like, explodes (laughs) with, like, unrest and like civil disobedience there were often times in college when i would be like super baked off an edible or something i would just ponder i'm like what if today's the day the world just decided to end and i'm sitting here in some random person's apartment or like doing something stupid just high as fuck not knowing where i am and then just the world melts around me and that's kind of (laughs) became a really normal thought just in daily life now you know, I guess like because I was in college, I wouldn't have minded because I didn't want to do anything. I was just like, uh, might as well just <laughs> destroy the fucking world, man. <laughs> just want to watch the world burn. I don't want to do that essay. So, <laughs> oh my god, I would legit think if I was doing like a presentation or showing like a project I did in class, I'd be so fucking nervous. I would think to myself, like, what if this, the, this, the city of Chicago started to burn down and I don't have to do this presentation. That'd be great. I would just think crazy shit like that. Cause I was had so much anxiety. Yeah. The thought was just like really good at the time. It's like, okay, please just make it stop. Like make this. Let's just graduate already. And now that uh, we graduated, it's just even worse. It's like, yeah, it's like, I wish I was back in school fucking stressed about the dumbest things and not worrying so much about money every day i would take those times <laughs> like over now i've got oh absolutely. absolutely this is just nobody signed up for this shit <laughs> do you ever just want to yell at i don't know like Lori lightfoot or whoever's in charge of chicago and be like i didn't fucking sign up for this bullshit i don't think, <laughs> I don't think she did either i think like that's a good point anybody yeah. knew what the fuck was going on or just like that's a good point Maybe I guess I guess the Supreme Court's the one to scream at. Yeah, she was put in there by Trump, and I feel like there's like a whole thing going on where like <laughs> Trump will be like, "Hey, elect me, so I can reverse this Roe versus Wade thing again." And then, Ooh, yeah. 
that's a good uh that's a good path of thinking there yeah because does that mean trump's got your he's got your vote now no no one really has my vote anymore (laughs) at this point i don't even like care anymore i don't give a shit i only wrote in joe biden because i was desperate for anything to happen so i was like all right (laughs) i'll mail take that over like the hatred and bullshit that guy spews like exactly all that stupid shit but like yeah biden's just like (laughs) it's not working either now it's like okay he's like i was just about to bring that up like did you see and it wasn't even moving it was just like still he put his feet on the ground and they literally just collapsed they're like no dude you're too old you cannot be riding bikes so yeah we need to the ground i don't think that's like fit for presidency like you need to no like not fall off your bike He's, he's reminds me of my grandpa. Yeah, we need somebody like that can actually like do the job like at a high level. I just don't a understand. Level. I don't understand why there's no one that I, I think it's the fact that no one wants to do the job because it's probably the shittiest job you could possibly fathom. During this time, it's probably the fucking worst. Like to be the president during like all this shit. And now the whole Ukraine thing. Yeah. Like, this dude's like probably going to die in office. <laughs> it's a lot of stress. If he gets reelected in 2024, he'll definitely die in office. Yeah, that's that's way too much time. Because mo- both of these headasses are running again and we're going to watch all the deb- new debates with them. It's just the most mind numbing bullshit. It's going to be so fucking like anger inducing when that time comes (laughs) it's like oh here we go again fucking Uh, flashbacks to that time yeah dude unless we got like bernie sanders or michelle obama to run again i won't be excited for any of that like fuck i don't know i don't even know what to expect for like candidates anymore because like everybody's saying they're gonna run and it's like (laughs) okay kanye west did so like who's not gonna do that he was like, write me into your ballot, man. Because like they weren't they weren't issuing his name on any ballots. So they they he they mailed out his own like personal ballots that you could fill out. I'm like, dude, I don't think you could do that. It's like none dude, of the votes. Imagine, counted. Like, <laughs> do you imagine what America would be like if Kanye won the presidency? Just imagine what <laughs> it'd be a, it'd be a Donda pre- presidency and first Everybody order. Everybody would just be wearing Yeezys. <laughs> Like mail ordered from the government. It's the first first order of business to execute Pete Davidson. Public (laughs) (laughs) public execution aired on television. Yeah, Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson. I don't understand like what what people see in him that dated him. Like, <laughs> what he, how does he do that shit, dude? It's Art, it's, it's one it. wait. It's one simple thing. He's got a huge ass dick. But that's implied. That's not. We don't know if that's true. But they're but, just saying like, oh, he's got like. Okay. ADE, and I'm like, what is that even? <laughs> is that like a thing? Okay, but Ariana, I, I agree with you, but Ariana Grande did publicly say that he has a massive hog. So that I mean, kind of like the queen of of beauty basically says that any girl is gonna want Pete, you know. But Ariana Grande is kind of tiny, though. I feel like her opinions. <laughs> proportionally any dick is big for her no um i don't know man she's like four feet right like it's gotta be is she four feet tall i don't know i was just exaggerating (laughs) that's like that's almost dwarfism yeah (laughs) she's she's not a dwarf but let me see this shit what is ariana grande ariana grande's height i'm guessing like five four eleven five foot or something she's five foot three yeah, that's normal. I feel like that you could be a good judge of hog at that height. 
<laughs> I don't. I guess I don't know. I need uh, to like. I need to see it written on paper. True. Like true. An official document that Pete yeah. Davidson has a huge hog. <laughs> like. Okay, I but want it in written form. If you look at him, as he's got a got a he used to have a steady job. Um, he's a very innocent boy. He doesn't say anything too crazy. He's just kind of like a vulnerable, just kind of innocent boy. And I think girls find that attractive. Um, right. You know, I think we should all take a page out of the, the skeet handbook. I guess sure. if we're trying to, uh, have you seen like any of his stand up and stuff? I don't really think so. I think I've only seen him on SNL really. Yeah. SNL. It's all aggressively okay, you know, which makes it even more perplexing why he he has the life that he has. Because it's not like he's, you know, Dave Chappelle or or like, I don't know, Chris Rock or Jerry Seinfeld. Like, he's not a top tier comedian. He's kind of just there. And he, he, he kind of <laughs> says some funny stuff sometimes. I don't get it, man. It's just, yeah, it is perplexing, really. Yeah. He had a movie. I want to know what it takes to bag Kim K <laughs> and like Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande. Grande. I think there was someone else. Larry David's daughter was the first person he he dated, and she's very attractive. It's the just man funny. Has a flawless track record. This yeah, insane. Yeah, I mean, if you get on SNL, I feel like that's you could kind of look at Colin Jost is married to Scarlett Johansson. It's kind of it's your ticket to to Booty Town. SNL. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Totally. Right. At least this new era. Like, they're not even that funny of a cast, but they could all probably get so much ass if they wanted to. Who knows? Maybe they do. They do. I'm sure they do. Like, behind the scenes, it's probably just an enormous orgy before every scene. (laughs) We would have no fucking idea. Uh, There's that girl, Chloe Feynman. She's really attractive. I would, yeah. That'd be a that'd be the reason to go to the orgy for me. What's her name? Chloe Feynman. She's like a super young cast member on there. Um. Um. But yeah, would you oh, really? No, I don't think I've seen this. Wait, she kind of looks like Carrie Underwood. That's weird. Does she? I guess I kind of. It is. It's like it's like the white girl face that's just blending in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The day the cast these days of SNL, it's just it's really mid. I don't really really depressing. Laugh. Really depressing. Yeah. I, I don't think I've had a genuine laugh watching SNL for a long time, dude. Same. I mean, the last time I really loved the show is when Adam Sandler hosted. I think it was like three years ago, which was an amazing episode. It's really if the host is worth watching like no one on the cast is worth tuning in for and they all just left dude like pete left and all, i forgot who else. kate mckinnon left like every good cast member just left so they're kind of fucked comedy's well, dead find some new stars new stars yeah when Hot comedy switch. yeah exactly i was gonna say yeah lord michaels is probably going on tiktok to find the next big star my God, great! I still like Keaton Thompson. Is great. They still have some good people, but whatever. Comedy's done. There's no more comedy. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen in the future. If it's this bad for comedians, it's like it's pretty grim. Pretty. Because you yeah. can't offend anyone, and how do you like? Yeah. Survive in like a climate as a comedian without doing that. You gotta like absolutely offend some people. To get laughs, it's a joke. Not like overboard, but they're exactly. joking. <laughs> like I remember going, I went to the comedy store out here, and there was this this girl had she had a few bits about um like cancel culture and stuff, and like really really harmless jokes about how cancel culture's gone too far, and you know whatever you could believe, you could have any opinion on that that you would like. I don't give a shit, but to get offended by that and like people heckled her. I was like, dude, she's just doing material. Like, she's not, she's not making like actual points here, you know. Right. And honestly, it, it should inspire like thought. I think, like, yeah, you don't even have to like offend somebody like outright. You can just like 
state how crazy reality is and it's exactly it's like when it way back when dave Chappelle did Chappelle's show people were so mad that he did that episode about the the blind guy who joined the kkk and i'm like to literally take that so seriously to the point where you're outraged is like just take a fucking joke it's called comedy i don't know yeah i feel like if any of them like the people that are like offended these days like over jokes watch the Chappelle show they're yeah. probably gonna like explode oh my it's, fuck it's just yeah. it's like that it's like offensive humor it's like that's what it is it's cutting edge it's, he's he's doing taboo shit i remember that stupid channel on youtube i think it's like the fine bros do you remember them maybe it does the, sound familiar there's these two white punk ass dudes and they did this episode about like just seinfeld hold up and they got all of these fucking uh millennials basically to watch seinfeld and they basically throughout that episode of the show canceled seinfeld because it was too offensive and i'm like dude you can't be (laughs) canceling seinfeld yeah oh my god this is the world where seinfeld's gonna get canceled oh my god it really wasn't. It was they were trying to be like edgy and be like, "Oh, Seinfeld's not as good as you think." That was like the whole thesis of the episode. I'm like, "Fuck you!" It's probably the best comedy show of all time. You don't know what you guys are talking about. Fucking yeah. idiots. That's <laughs> I hate it's it like, so much. It's really up there. It's like a classic. You can't really like get mad at that now. It's fucking angry yeah, right at this point. It's a sitcom in the 90s. Watching like two decades, Friends is going to get canceled. The Office, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, The Office is definitely going to get canceled at some point. <laughs> they like said some Scott. shit that <laughs> made people mad. Yeah. <laughs> where he like screams at Toby when the, there's that episode where uh, Phyllis gets flashed and Toby walks in and he's like, let's see your penis. And everyone's just oh like, my God. what the fuck? He called Phyllis Phallus. In that oh, that was episode. Dwight's like Phallus. <laughs> I lost my fucking shit. He said that was hilarious. Oh Jesus! Oh no, but like the episode where it's um, Scott's tots. What you shit. gonna do? What you? Gonna... <laughs> make most, dreams like, come true. <laughs> that episode is so fucking intense. It's insane. Like you just you want to like curl up and die that whole episode. <laughs> there's definitely going to be some people really offended from that one i know and i'm like god damn it was really good though oh it incredible was, like, so well done at making me feel uncomfortable it's which was its intention totally that's like one of the best episodes of the office period like that in the dinner party episode because they make you just so they make that's you just clench episode. your asshole because you're so uncomfortable being like I a fly the in the wall. <laughs> a classic, like, man. It's a classic. The bloopers for that are so funny. <laughs> when he's showing them the TV and Jim just keeps laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little flat screen TV. It's like, I got a brand new TV. I finally broke down and bought myself a plasma screen. <laughs> oh my God. And it folds into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of people in the room, it folds right into the wall. <laughs> What does plasma even mean? That was such a big term when like flat screen TVs happen. And like, oh, I have a plasma. Like, I honestly still don't fucking know. But like no one <laughs> even talks about them anymore at this point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all LED. Like, it's LED. It. Yeah. Curved TVs, which I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the point of the curve is. Is, is it so like your eyes are more relaxed on the image? It's just like wider view, I guess, like of what's happening. It's kind of mm. weird because it is weird, yeah. When you're playing a game, it's not like rendered for that that ratio aspect ratio, so it looks like kind of mm. shitty. It looks like a normal screen on a curved screen, which is kind of like sad. Right. I don't understand the appeal. I'm sure there's like a really technical reason why, but I just. I guess looks, if you're watching something that's like made for that, it would look cool because your peripheral vision's like. That's true. Because. Oh, curved, I see. You know? Okay. 
yeah it feels yeah, more like inclusive to like what's going on on the screen that makes actually a lot of sense <laughs> yeah that peripheral vision like surround sound it's probably a crazy setup 7.1 7.1 dolby digital baby baby did you play that game sifu sifu is this s-i-f-u no i don't know do you know what that is i don't think that rings a bell what is that i don't know uh my friend just recommended i play it it's like a it looks like a samurai game seafood like you said seafood i was like have you played seafood before i don't know if i have this is like the cover of it i don't know if you can see oh that looks pretty cool oh it is for ps4 yeah when the I've, fuck did this come out i don't know i've heard just so many people say it's one of the best like action beat em up games you know and it all takes place in modern china it was like that game sleeping dogs which i was a huge fan of um when the fuck did this come out nobody's like ever talked about this holy shit dude it is out it's it yeah came out in february the, february of this year yeah and it's on ps4 holy shit and ps5 yeah might snag i need a ps5 dude Aren't they still really damn hard to get for some reason? Yep, and it's not going to change. I know. Well, I think they announced the PS5 Pro already. Like, holy that shit, it's, that it's going to happen. So they didn't even let like everyone get a PS5 yet. There's, I know, I there's know. not like a big enough window. They should focus on that instead of just like content right now, because it's like nobody. You're not going to get a lot of sales because nobody has it. Right. First. Make it available for the love of God. Like, <laughs> fucking buy it. <laughs> Jesus. I've tried so hard, like, on Amazon. Like, it would show, like, a restock. And I'd be like, okay, mm. add to cart, proceed to checkout. Then the page just fucking, like, glitches yeah. the fuck out. And, like, the bots just somehow take it. Every time. <laughs> Every time. The Amazon drones are just pulling it away from you, basically. How is Amazon that easy to exploit? Like that's that's fucked up. Wasn't it just like really secure? Other people bought it before you, right? Is that what happened, or is it just? Well, the way it was done didn't feel like humanly possible to like take it from my cart and then like make it not available that fast. I'd say it sold out within like that minute. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's like instant. And it's absurd. It's been out for two years now. How are people still like how is supply not meeting the demand at this point? Sony's a huge company. Yeah, it's gonna be I think I'll just wait for the PS5 Pro. Yeah, seems like the move, right? Watch when the PS5 Pro comes out, <laughs> the PS5s will like start to show up in stores and it's like, God yeah, damn it. There'll be an influx. Dude, wouldn't that be the craziest? marketing ploys like everyone goes after the ps5 pro and then once they they're disappointed they can't get it they're like oh but we have a ps5 and they'll just buy that and that's they're gonna it. make like a like a shittier version of the ps5 like a like the xbox one s or whatever like the, <laughs> oh my God. the small version of it the one which still s. runs next gen but like it's not nearly as powerful right right See, I'll probably make like a less expensive version with cheaper hardware, I guess. That's ridiculous. All of this dumbass just upgrading that these companies are doing just makes me want to just switch to Nintendo and do that exclusively. Honestly, like Nintendo's just got everybody's backs all the time. Right. I feel bad I don't play my Switch. Like it's just sitting there and I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) The only thing that would like get me to play it, I feel, is like more games mm. that are like different genres instead of like yeah like your basic pokemon style rpgs and like yeah Super smash bros and mario kart like just all the nintendo games that have always been popular really exactly they're kind of a cult of of their own shit you know they keep it within the family 
Um, but didn't they have Skyrim come out for the Switch? Yeah, I do have that on my Switch. Like that's one of the games where like I play a lot because yeah. it's like endless. And Dude. I think they got The Witcher Three on it somehow. Oh no way! Yeah, I don't know how the Holy fuck shit. they managed to do that. But see if they can <laughs> if they can do that, they they can bring like some games from like the past, like port them over to the Switch. Right. Like, if right. they just make a deal with PlayStation or Xbox or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows what we could get? Yeah. Yeah, it's endless. I feel like Skyrim would be cool to play, like, because you could play that mobily. You can, like, I don't know, watch TV and then do Skyrim at the same time. Since, since we've all played it yeah. so many times, it's kind of, at this point, kind of a, a multitasking tool. Just play Skyrim and keep your brain busy. I don't know. That sounds much. cool. You do the same with like GTA. You yeah, just, like, mindlessly yeah. play it. Oh, absolutely. It's not like overstimulating at all because it's so like so accessible. Like everything is in there. <laughs> Skill yeah. trees, like maps, fast traveling, like leveling up, fucking armor, weapons, like yeah, you got everything. It's true. Rockstar covered all the bases, and even playing online was pretty fun for a while and and when like if you have friends over if you're you're just playing with your friends like switching off was just a fun we were doing that in high school probably where we would just sit there for like four hours playing gta and see who can get inside the game has been around for that long that's so fucking crazy yeah it was like 20 it wasn't like 2014 or 2015 or some shit it's like 2013 actually holy it was definitely high school years for sure. Like, oh, absolutely. Not even like final years, probably like mid year or mid two years in. Mm-hmm. Sophomore year, probably. Do you think Rockstar is ever going to make another Grand Theft Auto game? Because I know they made a statement that they don't know if it's possible with, again, with how sensitive the climate is now. Like, I don't know if we can make a game that's really controversial, which is just kind of upsetting to me. Like, do you think uh, the lever- a lot of people will fucking just take it like right up the ass with like the offense? And it's like, OK, but it's always been this way. <laughs> I can already see it happening. Like they're going to try to cancel it. And then, yeah, if you they can- ever cancel GTA, I'm just going to like lose my <laughs> shit. I think it has enough of a of a core fan base to s- sustain a bunch of bullshit like that. Like what everybody what, who games loves that game. Like it's you can't hate GTA. It's no, and it's again they're like antiheroes. You're not supposed to like side with them as characters. And I feel like that's what people are like. Oh, Trevor is such a piece of shit, and and Michael like abuses his wife and kids. I'm like, that's the point, dude. You're playing an antihero game. It's the same with Red Dead yeah, Redemption. You're committing crimes. Like this entire like game isn't meant for you to like like compare to society. It's supposed to make fun <laughs> of it. Like yeah. it's like it's that's <laughs> basically what they do in every game. They just like satire, really. Yeah, it, totally. Oh. They better. I remember Rockstar was in development of Bully Part Two, which the first bully was such a formative game for me. As weird as that sounds. I missed out on that one. I wish I played Did you that. never play Bully? Oh, man. No, it was always gone whenever I would go to Family Video. Oh. It was the only one that was never there. Really? It was that popular, I guess. I guess. Or the same person kept renewing <laughs> kept, it. I kept renewing it. Dude, that was like GTA for us. Well, I was playing that when I was 12 because I wasn't allowed to get GTA 4. So I was like, can I just get Bully then? <laughs> I played that story like five different times and man, dude, so good. Honestly, like that, I wanted to play, but another Rockstar game that's good that nobody cares about anymore is Max Payne. Oh, I love those. Max Payne three, two and three I played. Like the last one was so good and it ended Incredible. on such a good note, but like so good. I kind of wish they make another one or at least remaster it at this point. Yeah. Oh, please remaster it. I would play through that again in a heartbeat. The bullet time in that game is so mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. You like fly across the room, basically. Just take Slow-mo, out the like, fucking bullets and shit. It's just yeah. so badass. It's awesome. It's so cool. 
And then they made a movie with Mark Wahlberg, which was not awesome. I didn't even see that. I knew it was going to be <laughs> shitty. It just looked so, so bad. bad. So bad. Yeah, movie uh, adaptations of games have like maybe worked out 1% of the time. They really have never been spectacular. A lot of uh, people would argue Sonic the Hedgehog, like the movie. True. Like, I don't fuck with that version of Sonic. Like that... That is not Sonic to me. Sonic Adventure 2 and 1. That's my Sonic that I yeah. with, bro. <laughs> the Hashtag new... not my Sonic. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that thing is, but... Oh, dude. It looks like shit. It should be at least a cartoon. Like, it doesn't have to be live action. That's what I don't understand. It's like the, they're doing this Mario movie, too. I think it's going to be live action. But it's like Chris Pratt's voicing Mario, and I think Seth that Rogen doesn't make sense to me at all. Not at all. It's like the worst casting choice. Seth Rogen is doing Donkey Kong, which kind of works, and I think Margot Robbie's doing Princess Peach, which really works. But I'm like the okay. main the main character, if, Chris Pratt, does not work. If these are the characters, then it's probably like because I know like what kind of actors like they are, and they usually yeah. play like like satirical kind of like things maybe it's something like that i don't know i wouldn't give hollywood that much credit <laughs> i feel like maybe it's like make... a comedy <laughs> who knows yeah we'll see the the new uncharted movie was absolutely trash so i'm not i am not gonna see that Dude, i was... saw the trailer i was like this makes no sense because tom holland as good as he is Oh my god, dude. It he's, doesn't make sense to make somebody that young like Nathan. He's not a good Nathan Drake. He's like if Nathan Drake was a frat boy slash bartender who just graduated from like Stanford or some shit like that. And Mark Wahlberg like, is Sully? No. Hell no, no. I feel like Tom Holland would be like like if you remember the cutscenes from the fourth game, like the little brother sequences where you're like a kid is Nathan and like you're with Oh yeah. <laughs> he would be the older brother. Like that's what he fucking looks like. Exactly. He doesn't look like Nathan Drake at all. That's what's funny is in the movie it opens with like one of those cutscenes where they like break into a museum or some shit and his older brother looks like Nathan Drake's age in the movie. So it's just kind of like <laughs> like this dude's like 12, I don't know. <laughs> I'd He's... say like Jake Gyllenhaal could be a good like Nathan Drake. Yeah, he was the pr- the Prince of Persia. Well, that that was a <laughs> different kidding. story. I don't I'm know kidding. how I feel about that movie, but I'd it's take a, that yeah. over this, though. I, I could tell you that. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal would be a good Nathan Drake. If they, yeah, like I liked the Nathan Drake when he was like 35 and over because it felt like a, I don't know, like an Indiana Jones type who was like really athletic and shit. And Jake Gyllenhaal could do anything. So he's basically like, well, Nathan Drake's like the male version of Tomb Raider, really. True, true. Yeah. If you like think about it. Yeah, totally. There was there's a movie this year. Did you see the movie Ambulance come out with Jake Gyllenhaal? I don't think so, no. Michael, does he play a paramedic? No. He basically him and his brother rob a bank and they take an ambulance hostage, like the paramedics hostage. And the whole movie is like a chase scene of them getting away in an ambulance and it's so freaking good oh shit you have to watch it it's so good that does sound pretty good yeah i think it might be like rentable right now or something if you want to like probably the best action movie this year what's that new fucking scary movie that's coming out with like the phone the black phone with ethan hawk yeah i just saw that a week ago it's How good is that it's good is it actually scary that's kind of the uh, what let me down about it. It's more of a, um, it's suspenseful for sure. It's really the implications are really dark because it's like Ethan Hawke just kidnapping children and murdering them. Um, yeah, that's. But it's crazy. not. No, it's not as ruthless as I, as I thought it would be. But it's a cool like coming of age story. Is is what you'll really latch on to. Um, yeah, it's good. Oh shit! It's well. I didn't know how to like process it because like the trailers were so like short and they just yeah. like oh critics say this is the shit of and course. then it's like of course and then it's over 
Like they just show <laughs> like a phone and like a kid. Yeah, that definitely recommended. It. It's good. It's solid. Um, trying to build the hype. Yeah, the hype train. Is that um, new Barbie movie out? Oh, dude. Um, no, they're shooting it in LA though, and I've seen like production stills and stuff, and I'm like, it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Ryan Gosling. Wait, so wait, who's doll. the director though? It's uh, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, she's like, she's crazy at that shit. So yeah, I have high hopes. I, it, it has to be good. Like she's yeah, really, she's, like, she's the shit. I don't think she's made a bad film. Like no way. I still hold her like at a higher regard than everyone. Cause like Lady Bird. Lady Bird and is that awesome. Other fucking movie that I'm thinking of, Francis Ha, right? Yeah. That, I think I showed you good. both of those movies and you're like, dude, these all, you were like so depressed after one of them. I remember. Like, they just hit fucking... you like straight in your fucking heart. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You even saw Hannah takes the stairs or didn't you like her first oh, no, movie? I did. That was yeah. exactly the first one that I saw. Yeah. That was like that mumble core shit. I right. I think. Yeah, totally. That was her when she was like right. 22 years old. It was so long ago. Yeah. It felt like a documentary of like yeah. college people just living. It's just friends hanging out for two hours. It's a good time. Yeah, that was a good movie. Oh, totally. I forgot what even fucking happened. It was just good. That's not much. She basically just dates like Mark Duplass and a bunch of dudes in that movie and figures out life, which are the best kinds of movies. <laughs> yeah, it's so like casual, but like the plot is so like intense, like. How did they show that on that like level? That's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's good, good filmmaking and good actors, really. Yeah. Like, if you were to like say like, this is about that, I would expect like the script to be so enormous and like dense. Yeah. It's like, oh, this person has to find their life and like find out who they are and date these people, and then it's like, ah, oh, shit. But somehow she like managed to like accomplish it. Oh, absolutely. Joe Swanberg directed that. Who's he lives in Chicago and he's always like around and stuff. So he, uh, I don't even think there was a script for that movie. I think it's like heavily improvised. I think think so. It's what it felt like. Oh yeah, definitely. We always veer off into like movies and video games for like the second half. Cause (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it just ultimately comes back to entertainment really. Yeah. Cause we're consumers. We just consume shit all day long. Um, well, after COVID, like, I'd say that's been amplified. Like, everybody was so used to, like, being inside and consuming content. That's true. We're all just, like, hooked on that shit as a society. Do you ever think that one day when, like, say that we're, we have to be hunkered down because all of the glacial structures in Antarctica melt... And they're just diseases spreading like crazy. I feel like they're going to build like communes for all of society to live in. And all we have is like Netflix and Amazon Prime and shit to keep us occupied while we while we just sit in these tiny little rooms as the world burns outside. That's what I envision. It's just going to be like those three major companies like Google, (laughs) Amazon and like. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be like controlling all the entertainment. It's like, God damn it, they monopolize the game. Yeah. Amazon and Disney are gonna buy everything eventually. Literally every bit of entertainment that we have, they're gonna own within like the next 30, 40 years. Yeah. And then you gotta like go on their terms of service just to watch it. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. there's something not right about this. Like They've got too much power. <laughs> to say the least. Like yeah. Elon Musk, who is going to control basically, he's going to control our vehicles and also our most popular social media site. You know, how we monetize and see each other's thoughts. He's going to control both of those things, which I'm like, I don't know if he's fit for the job. <laughs> I don't know. He's definitely going to make it more corporate. Like yeah, he's just oh, yeah. gonna make it just soulless. It's what he does best. He's all about efficiency, and I guess that doesn't fit in with efficient. 
Yeah, not really. He like disappeared, and then now he's like back online again. Like he just straight up like left. I know. He went to go bang a bunch of girls at his many houses, and didn't I don't he know. visit Amber Heard? Yeah, like, wasn't there a little thing about that during like the court? Yeah, there was. Uh, I think there was photos of. Of, of guys that she brought up to their penthouse while Johnny Depp was away. And I think Elon Musk and James Franco were both in the pictures. Good God. Yeah, yeah. I remember the James Franco one in the elevator. Yeah. Like, it was really <laughs> fucking awkward. Yeah, I know. I was like, should I even be watching this? This is kind of weird. I'm like, this dude's dealing with so many like sexual harassment controversies and now he's involved <laughs> with this. It's he like, somehow gets involved in the most like major <laughs> case of like the world. Dude, what yeah. if he what if he starts dating Kim Kardashian eventually, and then he's involved in that whole thing? I just want him to be in Pineapple Express too. Like, uh, I, just, I want to see him reprise that character. Oh my god, yeah, Saul, Saul from Pineapple Express, one of the greatest drug dealers on film ever, or or the Hobgoblin from Spider Man. <laughs> Oh Harry dear! Is boring. <laughs> With the surfboard, uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, thing he's he like had this to... really douchey fucking like, like guy that plays the perfect role. I love Sam Raimi for casting him. As oh yeah, Harry Osborn. Everyone was casted so perfectly in those movies. Absolutely. Yeah, but Venom wasn't. Well, no, I was just I was just thinking of who. Yeah, of course not. Actually, I don't know. Not like yeah, no, definitely not Topher Grace. That's for sure. Not like awful casting, but he kind of would just missed with it, you know. Like he he took a risk and it didn't pan out. And Topher CGI like Venom, and then put Topher Grace's voice, it would still not fit. Hey Parker, <laughs> <laughs> it's just too like not threatening at all. Like it's it's got to be terrifying. Yeah, that's why Tom Hardy works a little better. Because he has a really gravelly, like just mysterious voice, and then yeah, you that's have exactly what Venom's supposed to like. Yeah, have, that type of voice. It's like that guy in the new Stranger Things season who's like playing the the what the hell the that is the villain's name again? Um, Vecna. Vecna, like that dude has a really great voice for a villain. A He's fucking a great villain, like amazing villain. Yeah, I haven't finished the season yet, and I haven't seen the new episode. But dude, those, you... that episode where she, Sadie's like floating and running up that hill, yeah, was so fucking awesome. That Kate Bush blasted in the background. That, that, that whole sh- sequence was just like epic. Oh, beautiful! I will say, I think that's the best episode of the whole show. Of the whole season, right? Yeah, it was just really well made. Like just I felt incredible. like that was the pinnacle of like what I was gonna see for that season for sure. Yeah. The, the last two episodes are really great, but that I don't think they measure up to that episode. Cause that felt like the old first season exactly. kind of type of feeling. I right. was like, damn, they're really communicating something intense here. It was like that really personal, like she's she's kind of going through her trauma and like recognizing her trauma. And I was like, holy shit. And then, yeah, man. Beck does like a metaphor for like mental yeah. illness. That's why he's the best villain is because he's, he kind of represents something for all the characters. That's really ominous and personal for all of them. And when you see the last two episodes, you're going to be like, fuck man, they did something really interesting with it. If they kill someone off. They probably killed someone off. <laughs> yeah they do well for fuck's sake yeah I have to watch it just for that one fucking they never do that so that's really like that's big yeah I mean it's no one that you're gonna be like extremely shocked by I will say but it, it is like damn you know yeah I I feel like I know who it is but I'm not gonna say anything make a guess I, I won't say anything Okay, so it's gotta be, it's gotta be fucking what's his face? <laughs> what's his fucking face? Joe, I think. Steve Harrington. Yes, Steve. Okay, so we'll lock that in, and next time, next time we do the podcast, hopefully you'll see the episodes by then, and we'll we'll see if you're right on that because. 
Interesting Maybe. guess for Steve. Oh, for real. <laughs> now I'm like actually curious. I gotta see this shit. <laughs> I'm not going to say. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. That's an interesting guess for sure. All right, oh, everyone. Man, uh, uh, no, no, man. No, man. I'm not. <laughs> He's no, going to no, fucking die. He's going to fucking die, isn't he? <laughs> I'm not saying, man. Okay. Fine. Uh, you just watch Keep it. Keep your secrets, sir. I want to spoil the show for you. That ruin your enjoyment. I'll watch it. I know. <laughs> I know. I'll be fucking mad if you did. All right. Everyone have a good weekend. Be safe. Uh, enjoy your time off, and we don't fucking know. Have a good. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>